welcome back to mini tv reviews i am your host mo and today we'll be discussing reasonable doubt y'all yes season one episode six titled renegade y'all i know that i took a few days off okay and the goal was to go ahead and knock out a lot of these episodes so i could come with some new stuff but the reality is y'all i needed some time off <laughs> I was off for almost a whole week, y'all. And I was thinking about y'all the whole time. Trust me, I promise. But life just be lifing, okay? But it is the fourth, so let me go ahead and do my disclaimer. Although it's late, we still got people popping firecrackers, okay? Apparently, their parents don't have to go to work tomorrow or whoever they with. So congratulations to them. So if y'all hear some stuff, my bad. Just know it's with good intentions, y'all. I love y'all. I hope y'all had a safe holiday as well if you celebrate. If not, I just hope you had some good time chilling with your family, all right? So, and I also hope that y'all like the new intro music, okay? I'm trying out some new stuff. I'm trying to be a big girl for y'all. So let me know what you think. I need feedback, okay? Whether it's good or bad, I need feedback, okay? So another thing that I'm going to try to do is, if I can remember, I'm also going to try to give you guys a synopsis of the episode before we even get started, okay? I know I put it in the show notes all the time, so I'm going to go ahead and try to be a little bit more professional, okay? So I'm trying, (laughs) y'all. So, okay, so the synopsis for this episode is Jax and Damon's relationship is elevated, but Jax is actually more focused on the start of Brayden's trial as she senses he may be withholding critical information. All right. So without further ado, y'all, let's go ahead and get into the episode. First off, let me just say that I love the title. Okay. If y'all are like old school hip hop fans this has been a while, okay? That song Renegade with Eminem and 50 Cent. Yes. A classic, y'all. Okay? Don't sleep on it. It was a really good CD. Anyway, I'm dating myself. So, let's go ahead and get to the episode. <laughs> so, we see that at the start of the episode, Damon is actually the lucky recipient on the other end of the phone call that Jax received at the end of the last episode, okay? So she tells him, go ahead and come on over. It's late. I ain't got the kids. And you already know what time it is, okay? So he gets gets over there and he's like, well, you know, what we got to talk about, Jax? What you want to talk about? And it's very clear that words won't be able to express what she want to chat about tonight, okay? And so y'all, they get right to it. I'm talking about like right there in the kitchen, y'all. Like right there on the kitchen countertop, get to it, okay? I hope she sprayed it down (laughs) a few times. Anyway, but y'all, the scene is real intimate. It's spicy. It's sensual. I like it, okay? I'm, I'm here for Jax and Damon. Hopefully, this goes well. I'm not sure. We gonna see, Okay. I'm sure there'll be some type of blowback from this eventually. But for now, let's just go ahead and coast with it. Jax done got that back blown out. She done got that hair blown out. And she getting ready 
to go to work, y'all. On her way to work, she is singing Jill Scott. Yes, Miss Jilly from Philly. And y'all, she has got a nice glow, okay? She got that, that glow up, that, yeah, I got a good last night glow, okay? So anyway, when she gets there, she gets news from Daniel that he's been able to find some top secret notes from Kalisha's laptop because y'all know that they've been trying to um, decipher what these little notes is in her laptop now that they finally got it. And so... They're on a time crunch because technically they're not supposed to actually have this laptop in the first place without turning it over to state's evidence as well so they can look at it, you know, and get whatever they need to for their case. But they'll turn it over, hopefully, a lot sooner than later. If they can't figure out what the notes mean, though, then it sounds like Brayden is going to have to put on his big boy draws and tell the truth for once. Okay, so we're going to see if Jax is going to be able to get the truth out of Brayton or if Daniel is going to get real geeky and be able to crack this code. So then she ends up telling Brayden when they have their meeting that he needs to come clean. All right, tell me everything that I need to know. That way, once we go into court, I won't be looking like a fool because your life is on the line. But y'all, Brayden is still mums the word, okay? He ain't saying nothing. He done me up, right? And he says that whatever he's holding back from them, nobody knows what it is except for Theo. And so she was like, okay, and you trust Theo with the secret? Well, apparently he does, okay? And so she reminds him that whatever it is, if he decides to change his mind, that it is still attorney-client privilege. And so she, you know, she can't say anything anyway, but she does need to know that way she can at least have some type of heads up. Um, but he does mention that since Kalisha's death, a lot of things have been put into perspective for him personally. And so he's actually reconsidering selling the company again, which puts a rain cloud over Rich temporarily. Okay, y'all should have saw Rich face. So although he knows that things will be just that more complicated for Jax, he's actually glad to have her in his corner. So y'all remember he was giving her all that shade at first, but now, you know, he giving her a couple of smiles here and there. <laughs> so after he leaves, she tells Daniel to go through the prosecutor, prosecution's witness list. More specifically, though, she wants him to actually take a look at Kalisha's husband, Ryan, because y'all know what they say about the spouse or the significant other. They usually are the ones that are responsible for the other person not being able to tell the tale. Just saying. So, y'all, it's time to take that ish to trial, okay? Take that ish to trial, bitch. <laughs> y'all remember that song? Anyway, I'm on, I'm on some other stuff today. So, it's the first day of trial, and both sides open up with some pretty good arguments, okay? They talk about um, how Kalisha, they talk about Kalisha and Brayden's affair, and her getting ready to blow the whistle on Cloud. And y'all, Brayden is looking like he about ready to kill over, okay? And they ain't even presented no type of evidence yet. So we gonna see what's gonna happen, okay? Meanwhile, later on that night, after court is over, the kids come back home. And Spence seems to be in really good spirits today, y'all. Like, he's pretty chatty with Jax today. Y'all know he usually just do, like, one-word one word responses to her, if he even say anything to her at all. 
<laughs> and Naima actually puts Lewis on the spot by asking him, can he stay the night, y'all? And Jax was like, yeah, no. He says that he, he's got some stuff on his mind that he need to go think about. So, no, he finna go home. <laughs> so, after the kids go to their room, he kind of hang around for a little bit. Him and Jax joke a little, little bit. And he asks her how court is going. And so, he tells her that he knows um you know that she gonna rock it out of course it has its ebbs and its flows but he knows she gonna prevail in the end and y'all she is speechless okay because it's very rare for lewis to compliment her when it comes to the workplace so she just got a boost knocked by damon but lewis lewis still in the fight y'all he trying to show a little effort and so when he leaves, she hurry up and wipe down the countertop again, yo. Because he was like, you know, hanging around and she was looking like, oh. And so as soon as he left, she she went ahead and, and wiped it down one more time. Now, I like I said earlier, I hope she wiped that down last night and this is not her first time doing this, okay? Oh. <sighs> So, like I said, she done found herself in quite the predicament. Speaking of cuddy buddies, though, Damon hits her up trying to see, like, what's up for the night, right? And so, she ends up, like, texting him back saying, you know, like, no, she's got the kids and um, she's got a lot of work to do. And so, he was just like, okay, well, when they leaving? <laughs> Damon, I'm trying, Okay. I'm trying. And so she initially wants to tell him that she really don't want him around her kids because, I mean, they just now started talking, okay? But I guess if you invite him to your house, then, I don't know, maybe he feels like he ready to meet the kids. But instead, she actually opts for a nicer message and suggests that maybe they can get a hotel in a few days. Because she could use a staycation after all. And so he hit her with the thumbs up, y'all. And that was the end of that text for the night. <sighs> Don't make things more complicated than what they're supposed to be, okay? Know where you stand and be good with that for now. Until y'all advance. <laughs> so Jax hosts the girls at her house for girls' night. And they're pleasantly surprised by her food selection. Apparently, their expectations for her were way low. I'm talking about, like, carpet low. <laughs> so they talk about their upcoming reunion. And none of them are actually going to have dates this time around. So they're going to be each other's dates. Who needs new friends, right? So Autumn hangs back to help Jax clean up. And Jax asks her for some home remedies to treat a yeast infection. And so she was like, girl, what you got going on? And initially, Jax blames it on her current stressors. You know, with work, the situation with Lewis, the kids, all that, right? But honey, Autumn ain't stupid. She see right through all that BS and asks, who is he? And so Jax tries to play it off, but eventually she ends up confessing and she says that, y'all, his pain game was so strong. She would take 10 more yeast infections for some more with his good loving, okay? <laughs> I don't know about all that, but <laughs> we'll have to figure out an alternative, okay? 
So she says that she feels bad because they messed around in like her marital home. This is where her and Lewis like made their home together, right? So she feels bad about that. And she really doesn't feel like she's ready to commit to anybody. I mean, y'all ain't even divorced. Like, y'all still separated. So, unless y'all really talking about signing papers, you don't need me talking about a commitment with nobody else, no way. And so, she was like, she just want to have some fun, like a vacay bay. And so, she then says that she loves her friends. Uh, Autumn. Autumn says that she loves Jackson all, but it's gross to be thinking about how they were just eating biscuits right the like a few hours ago on the counter when she was getting her biscuits buttered there the other night in that same spot i mean when you put it like that <laughs> girl keep cleaning that countertop <laughs> so it's day two of trial and they call on the detective and the medical examiner to testify and so the detective says that when he went to go examine the crime scene, he says that he found a used condom and a wine glass. Both had DNA that came back to Brayden. And the wine glass was broken and the stem was used to kill Kalisha. And so then we also had the medical examiner that said that the victim had some type of bruising on her hands and her arms. And that she had a cut that extended from her cheek to her neck. That's a pretty, like, extensive gash, y'all. So, Jax questions the concept of them naming Brayden as their primary suspect after the detective only spent one hour at the crime scene, y'all. I mean, I know you have different crews that come in and collect whatever evidence they need to build the case, but, dog, you're supposed to be the lead detective on this case, and you only spent the hour at the crime scene? Did you canvas the neighborhood? Did you do any of that stuff that they show on First 48? <laughs> oh, shoot. Y'all, I'm just saying. I know y'all watch First 48 too, okay? And <laughs> if y'all up on it like I'm up on it, honey, we should all be sergeants at this point. So, <laughs> so um, she then goes on to name other possible suspects, i.e. Ryan, that could be blamed for this crime and also i.e her ex-assistant and then when she cross-examines the medical examiner she points out that he only has testified for the defense on like a handful of cases since he's been in that position as the medical examiner y'all he is he's been in that position for 15 years 15 okay now i don't know where they center they in la so y'all know he doesn't seem he don't worked over a thousand cases i'm sure and you didn't only testify for the defense a handful of times yeah so i guess it's uh don't fight the hand the don't bite the hand that feeds you in this instance So, that's another point, probably, in Jax's favor. So, Ryan and Sarah actually end up meeting, and she wants to know just what he wants from her. And he says that he actually wants Brayden to pay for his crimes. And so, as they're having a discussion, y'all, about Brayden's character, 
why his own wife called him the P-word. She also called him entitled and annoying, okay? And even though he can be all of those negative things, he's not a murderer, okay? He'll throw some money at his problem before he try to kill somebody. Okay, so why are we really here then, girl? And she says that she actually wants him to get rid of the emails because if somebody else saw those emails, y'all know that that could incriminate her. I mean, she probably would look good for this. She got some motive, too. And so the email, she said, will also prove that she knew about the affair way before Kalisha got killed. Okay, and so, of course, this also makes her look like a suspect, too. So she needs him to get rid of those emails. And so Ryan was like, so you just like your husband, huh? You willing to throw some money at this problem to make it go away but instead of him taking her up on his uh, up on her offer y'all he just tell her that he gonna see her ass in court good for you ryan you got some type of integrity about yourself speaking of problems though Jax is trying to forget hers by going to go see damon okay it's time for some cut action but when she walking out the door y'all mama lulu run up on her and Mama Lulu, like, scanned her outfit, y'all, and she got on, like, this cute little, uh, it's not quite a teddy. It's like a sexy nightgown, and she got, like, on a trench coat to go, oh, Jax look nice, okay? She look like she finna go get her some. And so Mama Lulu compliment her on how good she's looking coming out the door, and she says that she finna go see a friend. Mama Lulu ain't stupid. She know what that mean. And so, y'all, she's actually brought an apology upside down cake, okay? Which happens to be Jax's fave when Jax is getting a text from Damon. And <clears throat> when she read it, of course, she's smiling the whole time. Like, she got this big-ass Kool-Aid grin on her face. And Mama Lulu see it. And so she says something about it and she warns Jax to make sure that whoever's putting that smile on her face, just make sure that he's worth it. And y'all, he seems to be putting in some good work, okay? Because when she walks in, because they're supposed to be having like a little staycation, when she walk into the hotel room, he got roses laid out on the bed in the shape of a heart and he got roses in the tub. Like, it's a whole scene, right? Nobody's thought about her in this capacity in a long, long, long time, if ever. And so, she's very appreciative. <clears throat> she's very appreciative of the effort that he put in for her to make sure that she relaxes. And so, he gets ready to leave. And she was like, where are you going? I know you're not finna sit up here and think that I'm finna enjoy this by myself. And he said, no, okay, tonight is about you. And so he's going to leave her because he wants her to be able to relax in the midst of all this craziness that she got going on with the trial. And um, y'all, <laughs> Damon is, he putting in work, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, it seems like this is what she's been missing the entire time. Or maybe it's just that, that initial honeymoon spark. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So... It's the next day, and Daniel's done some digging, and according to what he's found, Ryan actually took a medical leave of absence 
around the time that him and Kalisha split, right? And so he she asked Daniel to see if he can get around those regulations of HIPAA to see exactly why he left. But y'all know that's a federal offense. So we're going to see if Daniel going to be able to get through this one without having to go to jail. <laughs> so she's talking to Damon and she gets ready. Uh, she's getting ready to go to her reunion, right? And so she ends up making a joke about him nor Lewis being invited to go to the reunion with her because it's her and her girls, right? Ain't no men coming. And y'all, just when I be rooting for Damon, he do something to make me be real, like, ugh, sometimes. I don't know, y'all. I don't know about Damon. But anyway, as she's making this joke, y'all, he got all away in his feelings because he's thinking that she's embarrassed to be seen with him, right? And so he tells her to have fun, and then he hang up on her, y'all. Yeah, I don't think this is going to last long. Okay, them flags is really starting to show. And so they're at the reunion, and not all of them are there just yet, okay? Three of them are there. And it's boring as hell, per usual. And they start playing some music, y'all. And then here comes Chanel. She always got to be the center of attention out of the group. Y'all, they were supposed to be coming by themselves. Tell me why she done bought JT. Y'all know JT used to be like, uh, he's a former NFL player. Or he's a former football player, professional football player. Let's put it that way. So when she show up with him, of course, everybody comes around and she just got to be the center of attention. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jax is over there in the corner like, this bitch. And she's texting Damon, apologizing to him. And yeah, hopefully she she didn't offend him. So it's the next day. Rich meets, or later on at night, Rich meets with Theo. And Theo actually wants him to take a look at a deal that a potential buyer has proposed. And so as Rich is looking over the paperwork, he informs Theo that Brayden is now hesitant to go through with selling the company. And y'all, Theo is flabbergasted, okay? Damn, that... Y'all, Theo just can't seem to get away from this whistleblowing heifer. Even in death. <laughs> She's still messing up that man bag. <laughs> so, Theo, he done had enough, okay? He done had it all the way up to here. And he says that if Rich can't afford to wait and see if there's... Uh, if this trial, he can't wait. He can't afford to wait around and see if the trial is going to like float in their favor, right? And so he ends up asking, Rich, are you going to help me with this or do you need Jax's permission? Oh. Shady Boots Theo is looking even more culpable for Kalisha's murder by the minute, y'all. I'm thinking that Theo is the one that did this. He knows all of the secrets. Like, he's got plenty of motive. That's all I'm saying. So, Chanel and JT are walking back to the car. And JT is pissed at her, y'all, because he's upset that he was the only man that was there, like, out of their group. And so, she's trying to act like 
he really enjoyed being the center of attention. Like, you know, you enjoyed that shit. You seen how everybody was all up on us, how everybody was all up on you. And so they argue about it. They end up throwing some F-bombs, both of them. And so he tells her that since she feel like she wanted to be Beyonce and she's so independent, then she can find her own damn way home. And he get in the car and he drive off. <laughs> so just as she's finna get ready to probably call like an Uber or something, he come back around and she get in the car and she's like, take me home. <laughs> The message has been sent, okay? See, this is why y'all can't get along in the first place. It's a damn shame. So Sarah meets with Jax to get an up to give Jax actually an update about Ryan's medical leave. Y'all, how did she get his medical file? And while Jax says that she couldn't find anything. Sarah hands her the file and she tells her to never underestimate the power of money and privilege. Well, as long as the task was accomplished, I guess it's okay. <laughs> Better Sarah go to jail than Daniel. That's all I'm saying. So now it's time for Ryan to testify. Okay. And so he plays the heartbroken widower. And he says that he was at a faculty event honoring one of his other deans when Jax asked him where he was on the night that she was killed. And so, although he says that he knew about the affair, he didn't know that Brayden was actually coming over that night that she was murdered until after he had killed her. So, once he says this, of course, Jax is like, objection, your honor, you know, whatever rule it was. (laughs) And so... He says that he does admit to leaving the event early, though, because what happened was he ended up getting into a disagreement with one of his colleagues regarding his tenure at the school. And so we also go down the path of um, them discussing the 5150, which I'm assuming that's what the disagreement was about. And we find out that Kalisha was actually the one that called in the 5150 because y'all ryan done bopped her damn eye and so he says that that was a mistake but the jury understood what she was putting down so you have motive as well and so after court is recessed for the day or adjourned for the day she texts damon and asks can she treat him to dinner Sounds like a date to me, right? And so, Brayden ends up meeting with Theo. And he wants to have a chat with them, okay? They share a quick giggle about the old college days and how they used to hang out in like the, um, what they call it? I don't even know, y'all. Like the, the front, the lobby area of their dorm, okay? And so he says that I usually used to hang there because not because of what was on the TV, but because I was scoping out what everybody else was doing. See, I'm always picking up information. I'm always observing what other people are doing. I'm not just here just to be here. I have a purpose. And so he ends up confronting him about trying to sell clout behind his back. But Theo actually reveals to Brayden that Honey, your lady love was stealing from you, okay? All day, every day. 
And so, although Brayden is hearing what he's saying, he's not receiving the message that Theo is trying to, to give to him. And so, Theo tells him that he was weak. He was whipped. And he was like, how you gonna let a blowjob and some great cocoa butter get you all out of your element like that, homie? And so, Brayden was like, fool, what you say about my girl? <laughs> He was like, that's okay. I'll see myself out. <laughs> Brandon was finna raise up on him, okay? Let me show you where I'm really from. Don't be talking about my girl like that, even though she is dead. So Brandon turns over the info to Jax that Theo gave to him about Kalisha stealing from the company. And so she ends up questioning Brandon about trusting Theo to the fullest still. And she lets him know that she actually does have Kalisha's laptop, but she's got to turn it all over to the prosecution very soon. So she asked him one more time, what were you going to tell me? What did you need to tell me about Kalisha? And he finally says that Theo, or well, not even, this ain't even about Kalisha. He finally admits that Theo actually overvalued the company when when they were in the process of trying to sell it so they could get more money out of the deal but since Kalisha was stealing from the company then that means that the company is worth even less than what they were telling the potential buyers it actually was worth and so she tells him to keep Theo close to the vest and keep them fouls even closer until we figure out, you know, how we're going to present this to the prosecution and still make us look good. So it's day three in trial and we open up with hearing the voicemail that had Kalisha's last moments on it, y'all. And I mean, it's it's kind of graphic because on the voicemail, like you can literally hear her choking to death. And the voicemail is about four minutes long. And as they play the tape, everybody is having like these individual reactions to it. Brayden is very upset. Okay. And so is Jax and Ryan. And so the expert says that the voicemail was left on Ryan's phone and confirms that his phone was not in the same location as hers. So there was no way that that Ryan is the culprit for Kalisha's murder. So after trial, Jackson Damon actually ended up going to dinner that night and he's telling her about some something that happened in his past and she's there but she's not there. Okay. She's all up in her own head and it's very clear that she's distracted. And so she ends up asking him can they take the rest of the dinner to go and as he's walking her to her car, he suggests that he can come over and cook for her tomorrow. And y'all, she clearly gives him the cold shoulder. And so he gets the message and they nicely argue about both of their intentions. He clearly wants to take this to the next level. And it's clear that she does not. <laughs> she just want a, a cut buddy. Okay, she she is still in the mix of processing what happened with her and Lewis. And so she just needs somebody to relieve her stress. 
okay take her mind off of her current situations and honestly damon is not in that place he doesn't want to be um a distraction for her like that okay even though it's a good distraction he doesn't want to be a distraction he wants to be the main attraction okay and so he says that he's ready to go all in but she's not and so he bids her farewell and I'm going to assume that this is going to probably be for a while. So we'll see. Okay. And so after that, Sarah shows up to Ryan's place and she ends up telling him that she knows what he really wants. And he was like, okay, and what, what is that? What, what do I want? And so she was like, you don't want Brayden to pay for what he did to Kalisha. You want Brayden to pay. For screwing your wife. And dare I say. She may have a point. <laughs> well even if that's true. What can we do about it now. Because Kalisha is dead. Okay. And so y'all. Sarah has the perfect solution for him. It's one of the oldest plays in the book. Okay. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And she unbuckled his belt baby. And it's time to get down to some action. And she give him some revenge cookie y'all. <laughs> I really think. Honestly that that was more so for her than him. Because not only is Brayden out here making her look like a fool. Because he done got caught up in this mess. But he cheated on her. And now the half of is dead. And now we probably finna get wrapped up in like a civil lawsuit. If you can even get off for not being her murderer. So, yeah, no, okay. The kids is out here asking questions. What's going to happen between mommy and daddy? Just out here looking like a fool every which way. So, I think that was more so for her than for him. <laughs> so, Jackson made it back home. She's relaxing and having a drink. Brayden is also having a drink and telling Theo how much he loves his company. And he confesses that he still does love Kalisha, though, okay? But although he loves her dearly, they can't afford to have any more secrets between them. They're partners, okay? And Kalisha is no more. So we can't have her messing up what we got going forward. And so they cool now. They back on the same page, at least for now, so it seems. Damon ends up asking CJ for more information on his get rich quick scheme and CJ swear up and down that it's legit because Damon can't afford to get caught up in no mess and CJ swears that he would never <clears throat> do anything to jeopardize his brother's freedom and so Sarah comes home and she's doing her walk of shame y'all <laughs> and Brayden catches her right and so she was like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm so, <gasps> I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm just going to take a shower and I'm going to lay down. And so he was like, okay, well, you know, um, before you go to bed, enjoy your night. Okay. Have a good night. I love you. And then he says, oh, and one more thing. Just what in the hell are you up to? And that's how the episode ends, y'all. 
not a big fan of how that episode ended. I was looking for a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, but it, it didn't happen. Maybe in the next episode, but we'll see. <laughs> y'all let me know what y'all thought about the episode. You can reach me at uh, Me and You TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end, okay, at gmail.com. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Like I said, I know I'm making some changes to be more of a big girl, okay, for the podcast. I'm a one-woman show. So any criticisms, constructive criticisms that you have are more than welcome, okay? Thank you guys so much for being patient. Like I said, I know I was supposed to do this a couple of days ago. I've actually had this for like the last three or four days, just waiting to actually record. But life be life in y'all. So I'm sorry, y'all. But I do love y'all, okay? Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever that may look like for y'all. Please stay safe out there, okay? That's all I have for now. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.